niggas started like after Katrina, like niggas started doing like um, not concrete, but damn near concrete ass floors, nigga. Just uh, just epoxy that shit and be done with it. Right, nigga. Like garage, you know how like they do garage floors and shit. Yeah. Right? That that shit looks sweet, but I just feel like I'm gonna get drunk and like bust my head open and fall down or something. Cause if you hit that flow, boy, it's gonna hurt. That's it. That's how I felt. We had st- in my old house, we had stone floors everywhere. I was like, I gotta put carpet in the bedroom because what wait, if I fall? Wait, stone? What you mean by stone? Like travertine. Oh, okay, all right. When you say stone? I was, I was like, damn. Mm, my travertine is stone. Like nigga, your shit was carved out of cliff, nigga. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. This is Chef, and as always, when listening to our podcast, be sure to tell you tell us that you like our podcast. <laughs> Ding! I don't even Who do you it. think you are? I am. Everybody want to motherfucking try. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, write a comment. Um, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, send us a cash app. Just say something nice to us. Haven't seen a lot of messages lately. And we didn't pod last week, so, you know, that's weird. This is episode 131. Gentlemen? Well, with the white voice, what up? 5,000 North South Florida. It's your boy, J. Joe. Stop being greedy. Right on. So, um, yeah, we didn't pod last week. Why? Because we didn't pod last week. I'm not going to. See, I'm not. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want. It was do Wood's that. fault. It was Wood's fault. I, I don't oh. want to do that. I don't want to be that person. I'll do it. I was um, the Thursday nigga. Like I said, I can't pot on the Thursday. By the time we got to Thursday, we've skipped over can't pot Tuesday was, and Wednesday. What happened was JJ was like, we can't pot any day on this week except for the last day of the week. No, I said, was no, like, no, 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 no. I said, hey guys, on Monday, I can't pot on Wednesday. So it has to be either Tuesday or Thursday. And then Chef was like, feels like a Thursday to me. That's how I really did like 17 E's. And, and then Thursday came and Wood was like, oh, my butt hurts or something. I don't know what he said. I had work to do. Work. I had work oh, to do. Like clearly yeah. like some shit I had to do. Got a job, baby. I got work to do. So that's why. That's what happened. 
I just like to give the people like context. I take, like, I take, I take, I take umbrage with that. <clears throat> of all the shit, my paws, it's a hurt butt. Go ahead. All right, but it's all good. So, how's everybody been? What, what's been going on with everybody? Past good times. <laughs> Bad times for guys. What's going on, guys? Hey man, Y'all quiet. My birth, my birthday came and went. Have we pot since my birthday? Potted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, think- no, we didn't. No, we didn't. No. All right. So, we what have- week your birthday was I- on? Was on I feel Monday. like it fell in. A, oh yeah, like yeah. some way. Like you had like a birthday dinner or something the next day, and then you had reflections the day after that, and, <laughs> and the week, week was over. Repass. Wait, I feel uh, so like yeah, no. I feel like we talked about J. Joe's birthday at the beginning of last podcast because we said we, we said yeah. he probably had the most birthday shoutouts of anybody we've known because he got love from like. Oh yeah, you're right. And he also got a lot of money on his cash app, so we yes. did talk about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nigga had so much birthday shit he forgot. Damn, that's right. crazy. Bad. Right. Bad. Blessings on still, top. Blessings. I'm still, still, I'm still, uh, still accepting gifts, guys. So, <laughs> shout out to y'all. But uh, I've been, I've been getting a lot of uh, uh, text messages and DMs about these, uh, with all due respect, shirts. People really feel like we owe them shirts and a lot of people we do man so we're gonna we're gonna get them out to you thank we'd like to thank everybody who's been blessing the cash app because we have been getting some blessings and leaving those messages so we're gonna get y'all what y'all need man so y'all can have it for us yeah the cash app is in every episode check every episode that you look at the cash app is in there i think it's the with all due respect podcast some shit like that don't quote me on that because it's probably wrong but just check the podcast there's a cash app in there Feel free to show some love, or you can send, or you can send a donation directly to Anchor, or shit, you could just email me and I'll hook that shit up personally. Do not just email <laughs> this nigga dog, cause he never tells us where we get money. This nigga smiled in a way that like he didn't think we could see his face or something. <laughs> right, nigga, we see fucking shady ass smile. Yeah, make sure you keep hitting that cash app up. Uh, yeah, really, really, uh, you know. Thanks for sowing the seed into the show. Right, this nigga has like seventeen dungeon forward hats, nigga. Like, you know they just had a, they had a new drop. Like, yeah, nigga, I bet you, I bet you do know, they had a new drop. Hey man, this this with all the respect, pizza party gonna be crazy when it finally happens. Right, uh, this pizza party's gonna be off the hook. Hell, let's do that shit at Slim and Huskies in Atlanta. Let's do this shit. Let's go. Slim and Huskies, shout out, black owned business. Let's do it. Um. Well, how have I been doing since we're not going to talk about my birthdays and shout out fucking party poopers? Uh, uh, I've been good. I did have a question for Wood, though, uh, speaking of black-owned business. So the Harlem Candle Company, I know um, you and your household like to give those as gifts. I've yet to get one, but it's cool. Um, do you have, like, a favorite fragrance from them? Because it's hard for me to pull the trigger on a $50 candle when I don't know what it smells like, uh, but I do want to support. Uh, I've heard good things about Speakeasy and another one. What's that one you have in your hand? Speakeasy. Essence right. of Bourbon and Palo Santo. All right. I don't even know what Palo Santo is. So let me tell you what Palo Santo is, is man. It's a, it's, a, it's a wood, man, that the Native Americans uh, 
think some Latina countries uh, use uh, similar to sage. You burn it, and oh. it turns the negative ions to positive ions, man. It's for, uh, oh, man. It's for cleansing and for good energy and luck. Uh, it has a... It's a... It's a so nice, I'll say maybe more of a masculine scent, Palo Santo. Um, but yes, it's man. but it's not but it's not um it's not strong. It's it's a real nice scent. And the candle is very it's a very masculine scent and it for some reason masculine scents always end up smelling like soap to me. This doesn't smell <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you know so when you like, like what's a white dial? Yeah, like you like if you go to like uh Bath and Body Works yeah. genuinely does have pretty good fragrances, but if you just go anywhere and you get some type of musk type of you know fragrance that's supposed to be geared towards men, this shit just smells like fucking soap. It's just you know, it doesn't really smell it that good. This actually does have a smell to it. It has a little hint of bourbon. It I have no idea what Palo Santo smells like, but obviously it smells like the candle. It is really good. I recommend it, and um, we're not getting paid for this either. But we were talking about this, about you getting a carrot package, J. Joe, and, you know, when when the TT sent us the, the Crown Roll popcorn, you know, the old lady was like, see, this is why J. Joe doesn't get a carrot package right here. Because other people send us, like, alcohol-infused popcorns and hoodies and stuff like that with things that their kids have done. J. Joe ain't sent us a muffalata or nothing. Not a damn, not a damn box of Cajun rice. Not a, n- not a beignet powder, not a nan, nothing. Let but... me tell you something about character, right? Character is doing what you would regularly <laughs> do without any outside forces. You know what I'm saying? So you just do it. You know what I'm saying? You don't do it because somebody did something for you, man. But I still, I still love the Weatheringtons. It's like a susu, man. You live man. in a transactional society. Yeah, man. But, like uh, so, all right. So speakeasy, Harlem, Harlem Candles, y'all check it out. Uh, black woman owned, I believe. I know she went to Fam. Uh, oh, she did. Yeah. yeah. Who is it? Uh, I've been drink. Oh yeah, I'm also doing my fitness challenge, so I'm drinking on this podcast. This is my first drunk podcast in a long time, probably like two months. So I will say uh, this. I will say this on a scale of one to Bath and Body Works. I don't think there is a candle out there that can compete with the Bath and Body Works three wick candle. However. Mm. If you did not want to buy a Bath and Body Works three wick candle, the Harlem what is this, Candle Company candle is a good candle. I would definitely buy more. I've already bought more, so yeah, go do that. Right. I'm uh, really trying to get in this rich nigga life, man. I'm about to get me one of those and put it in my office because right. it smells like wood in here. So I don't want it to smell like not wood, like as in you, but wood is in wood. Uh-huh. I need to fix that. Like as in erections, like dick, wood, like in like mahogany. <laughs> so listen, so I wish we had, uh, I wish we had. Um, Smells like dick in my house, man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just called speakerphone. Uh, called speakerphone. I thought I say speakerphone. I'm an old nigga. Um, what's her name? Mystery, mystery, girl number one. Damn, it's been that long. She ain't been on the podcast that long. Um, because we've said this on the podcast before, like uh, some niggas that we know like pussy to have a little twang to it um some niggas you know like it to have a little taste uh, sometimes when you eat the pussy it has a little pee left on it a little pee residue they said it's like uh suck sucking on a copper penny uh, if you've ever had a penny in your mouth 
uh, when you lick a, when you lick a battery. That's the blood. No, that ain't hold on. This ain't Easter yet. Uh, well, we passed Easter. That's <laughs> nah, hold on. Let me see if I can call. I, I didn't hold say on. I know it was the blood. I'm saying that was blood. All right, let me see if I can see if she picks up, man. Mystery girl number one. Um, so the question is, right? So some niggas like they pussy to taste like pussy. I'm trying to see do women like what they like they dick to taste like. Hold on. Hey boy, this was not on the this is not on the docket. Wait, man, we are yeah. uncharted territory right now. We are, we are. I, hey, I'm back on the brown liquor podcast. Hey, hey, this this is uh, J Joe from the With All Due Respect podcast. How are you doing today? You're on. You're live. How do you like your dick? Hey, J Joe. All right, real quick question, right? So, uh, some niggas like their pussy to taste like pussy, right? Um, yeah. Meaning that they wanted to have some sort of little taste or something. What do you like your dick to taste like? Skin. <laughs> like a like a forearm. <laughs> yeah. Like a sweaty forearm. Don't taste you like your dick to taste like Dove soap. That's it. Yep, and water. That's soap and water. All right. Well, thank you. First of all, five thousand. You you muted yourself. All right. Well, you continue uh, playing with the Easter children. I don't know what you're doing. You got an Easter egg, huh? but uh, bless you. It's not Easter. Bye, guys. What are you doing? Play said what up. Uh, so that was it. I just want to see what women like their dick to taste like. That would have been a great segment for the show if we would have thought about it before Easter and just call people on Easter with the inappropriate questions. <laughs> when they awesome. run their kids? Yeah, yeah when they run their kids, like when they got like their collar shirt on fresh from church, like, hey, you know, yeah, happy Easter, you know, don't wanna don't wanna take up too much of your time. But uh, how much you how I mean how do you like your dick to taste? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. But you know, some women like musk. I think we talked to some women that like niggas that like come in and smell like they just cut the grass. So does that They do like that. I didn't know that. There's pheromones in that. I had a friend, um, my frat brother. His name is Mister, and he went to fam with us. Is that alias or is his name really Mister? Right. First no. of all, I know Mister. Mister was the number one scammer at fam. That nigga had gas cards for days. But go ahead. Oh man. <laughs> God damn. You don't nigga that name names, nigga. I'm just saying. This don't fuck with technology, so I know I'm sure. That, <laughs> that nigga used to wear a trench coat in the summertime in Tallahassee. God damn, you do know Mister. Yeah, right. nigga. I, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's not it's not so many motherfuckers walking around named Mister. Right. So, <laughs> and that nigga look and act like his name was Mister. I knew two niggas. One name was Sir, and one name was Siri, and that was like their real name. Only nigga I know named Mister did a movie with Mel Gibson. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Oh, yeah, but the thing so Mister was my only Mister I recognize is the motherfuckers who sang Blackberry Molasses. But anyway, Mister um. Used to pull like I never understood it because Mister used to always stink, and I was like Mister, why don't you like fucking like wash your ass or maybe like use deodorant? And Mister be like, man, you got the aromas for the ladies, man. And I was like, no bitch wants to hear you smell um, no stink ass nigga. He's like, but on the contrary, they do. And I was like, oh contrary, you a lie, Mister, you a goddamn lie. But Mister kept a motherfucker. Some of them was like kind of maybe slow, but they was all fine, like. <laughs> Look, man. Look, man. We, we... Isn't, that, isn't that against the law? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. I just know they was thick. I know they was thick to the motherfucker. I was like, Jesus Christ, Mister, you be pulling, you be pulling the babies. I can't even front on your skill set and and your rationale for being stank, but because that shit works, nigga. So. And the nigga wore trench coats in summer to J Joe's point. Like, but did they? But did they like like a masculine smell? Like this nigga worked with his hands or something? Cause you know women like that kind of shit. No, he smelled like a bow monk. It's my mama. Smell like a what? Well, you you been outside all day. You come in like a bow monk. Go. I don't know what a bow monk. That's what my mama used to say. And she's like, take your ass. To the, sh- to the bath. That's racist. That's probably why he, uh, so then that's probably why he wore the trench coat then. To like his own. Yeah, you want that yeah. shit juiced to, you want to be a factory of stank. <laughs> but it's fair, there's pheromones in the stank though. That That is true. That's not, that's proven. I don't even know if that nigga had a card. Card, not a car. He definitely had a card. I don't think that nigga had a card. Like that nigga just be standing by the pump and nigga, like, What's the what's the closest gas station to Fairview? The one right around the corner. They used to sell uh fucking uh Sicko. But so you got the Sicko no, and nah, the one, the, the the one, one on, on the other side. On Adams. I don't know. Right. On I Adams. Oh, that was Sicko. They're both Sicko. Nah, Sicko was at the bottom of the hill. Is it a shell? Hold no, on. Oh, no. Y'all y'all about amongst uh-huh. yourselves. We got a whole lot of shit to talk about. We ain't even. We talking about missing his fucking trench coat. Yeah, that shit was crazy though. Like, late call, so I had to answer that. You know what I'm saying? When somebody don't normally call you, so I was like, yeah. might be some emergency or something. Then I just come back to a stank nigga in the trench coat. That's they not got, the thing to come back to. Is he about to call to ask about a gas issue, or he about to ask somebody how they like they dick? Like, what, what, what's up? I don't know. You never know. You never know. Right. <laughs> Keep you on the edge of your fucking seat right now. <laughs> Oh, it's man. my nigga Jimmy Wallace, so I was gonna ask both. <laughs> you gonna right. ask Jimmy Wallace how he likes like his dick? Like, that's gross. And hey, dog, true. don't don't do that. Don't kink shame, dog, my nigga. No, <laughs> <laughs> I will. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, so how's y'all's Easter? How was y'all's Easter? <laughs> man, keeping right with the Easter Easter thing. Right. It was um. So I I realized because I don't go to church no more like I used to. So really, the whole thing loses a lot of its luster. Even if I was like, and we talked about this on pods before. Like if I'm like the type of nigga to go to church, like like a CME nigga that goes to church on Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter. Like I don't do none of that no more. So it's not saying like that the at some point of pride or nothing. Just something I'm not really into. But the thing is, if you don't go to church for Easter, like the Easter feels very empty to me. It didn't feel the same. Like, I was just like, eh. Like, we put some eggs out for my daughter to find. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Like, it was cool for her. She enjoyed it. But the thing is, when I woke up in the morning, like, I woke up, like, around 8 o'clock, 7.38, like I usually do, and I walked out, walked to her room to, you know, say good morning, and she has on her Easter dress. And I was like, baby, we ain't, we ain't finna go nowhere. <laughs> you know, this is, like, tied to church. And she's like, church? And I was like, yeah. She don't like church neither. It's this. It's, it's not even a matter of she don't like it. It's just a matter of the only time she really went to church was like pre-COVID was with my mother. Like she used to go to church with my mother every Sunday, but 
that's not a thing because my mother don't live here and church churches ain't open. So it's like, so she's not really like it's kind of like a thing of the past as far as she, and as far as her seven years of life experience, she ain't done that shit since she was like five. So, so it was like a shock shock factor, not the scoff factor. It was it was it was a shock factor. Yeah, it wasn't like she was like disgusted by the the, the notion of going to church. It was just more like what I didn't know. I thought we just get pre-dressed because Easter. And I was like, nah, it's something else to it. We gotta also praise the Lord. And she's like, oh, I'm gonna take this off. So <laughs> the so Easter church kind of lost its luster for me over the years, like probably like high school age, because the church I grew up in, the pastor literally used to preach the exact same sermon. Like you could recite that shit word for word along with him. And then so it was like, all right, I didn't know what we about to get. And you got to go through the speeches and all of that. And it just, it made for a very long, somewhat unpleasant experience. But as I get, um, as I got older and I like changed churches, it was, um, you know, it's cool. Cause like, of course you got the overall theme, but it's not like the same exact, um, sermon and, um, also, a church being virtual is kind of different, but it's just, to me, like the holidays you named, it presents an opportunity to just get together with family, which is more so important now because we have been in the pandemic and all of that. So it was kind of like the same for me because it was like, oh, everybody got together, ate, chill, whatever. So it was cool. How about y'all? How was y'all's Easter? Um, would and or J. Joe. Pass. Um, my Easter was cool. Um, I went to a virtual church, uh, Fellowship Chicago. He preached a hell of a sermon, so that was cool. Um, What's the problem, though? I want to get blessed. Uh, basically, uh, I'm going to preach to everybody. Basically, when... Uh, Judas betrayed uh, Jesus in the Bible um, when he Judas came with like all the I guess the the police of the time and Jesus was just like oh hey um, this is uh, basically he referred to Ju- Judas as a friend like my friend like I know you 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 doing what you're doing blah 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 so uh, the theme of the sermon was thank you for being a friend so basically saying that a lot of things that have happened to you um, like things that you might think are bad end up all working out for your good so some of those people who um, have done things to you might have you know pushed you into your purpose you know whether it be uh, romantic relationships um, colleagues at work just you know just you know friends in general it's just one of those thank you for being a friend so kind of touched on that so you can look it up on youtube fellowship chicago uh it was a real good sermon man do y'all think that like uh present day relationships are kind of like judas like you kind of already know somebody across you so you don't really be surprised because you kind of already knew they were shady or not i don't i would say that i don't I don't get bothered by people being human. If that makes any sense. Like yeah. I think there's You're gonna a, have to expound on that. That's cool. 
and because I think that all of us are like prone to to be fucked up in varying degrees, myself included. So it's like I'm 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 all about like just understanding that, like nothing really like shocks me or disappoints me as far as people are concerned because I've seen enough from friends and family to to where I'm just like if something like like I've had relatives do some fuck shit and then I remember my sister would tell me like what happened and she'd be like you're not surprised I'm like no <laughs> because that's what happens that's what people do like it's like I, I, I feel like that's just expected because we're not humans ain't perfect I expect imperfection to show its its face and then it happens and then you have to just kind of roll with the punches yeah that's it's, I don't know it's easier I get, that way I think I get people the benefit of a doubt so until you do some fucked up shit I'm on thank you a stand up person so but how you feel when they do the fucked up shit then I just feel I, I again I always have uh issues with saying this word uh yeah, I'm gonna try it compartmentalize motherfuckers right so I'm gonna put you in this compartment and say hey this is the type of motherfucker this is cause I can still deal with you as long as I know how to deal with you so once you show me like your true colors I'm like alright well I can't trust you with X, Y, and Z so uh, but I'm, I'm still gonna go ahead and you know let you know like I mean I'm still gonna give you the benefit of the doubt like even if other motherfuckers would be like oh that motherfucker's shady I can't trust that like I, I gotta see for myself and then if that time comes and it comes, I'll just nigga call me back. Hold on. I don't keep talking. I mean, for me, it's like, I feel if I don't expose myself, you can't really cross me. I mean, you could try to cross me. You could do fucked up shit. But if it's outside my circle and I keep my circle small, you can't really cross me because I don't give you access to anything to cross me with. You feel me? Like, you don't have access to my family. You don't have access to my money. You don't have access to the intimate ongoings of my day to day. So if you do do some fucked up shit, it's like way over there. And I see you for who you are, but who gives a fuck? Because it ain't really cost me no money. It ain't harm nobody. So really, you're just making a fool of you. Can you freeze? Oh, no. I shit fucked up for a second. I, mean, I think that's kind of like when we talk about social media all the time, right? Like, people give way too much access of themselves. And when you give people that much access to you, you know what I'm saying, your your day-to-day life, and to your feelings, and to your thoughts, it makes you more susceptible to be crossed. Because a motherfucker knows what makes you tick. They know your moves. They know, oh, I can do X, Y, and Z. It's going to piss them off. Because they got so much access to you. And me, I'd be like, bitch, you don't even fucking know me. Like, you know me on social media. Like, you think you're crossing me, but, like, you're so small in my day-to-day. It really doesn't fucking matter. You're making yourself look crazy. Like, everything that goes on in my inner circle, which is, like, less than 20 people across this fucking world, like, it it, it just doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the way that I deal with it. It's kind of, I mean, yeah, it may be somewhat reclusive to think that way but I mean that's how you kind of got to do it in this day and age because you got so many layers of friends and so many layers of relationships man like you can't give everybody the same access because everybody don't you know what I'm saying everybody's not 10 toes down for you you know what I'm saying like everybody else is you probably only really going to have X amount of real motherfuckers who really want to see you happy 
and really down for you. Then you got another layer. It's like they fuck with you. They want to see you happy, but not at their own expense. You know what I'm saying? You got another level. It's like, all right, well, I really don't fuck with this nigga at all, but I mean, that nigga gets money, so I'll fuck with him. You know what I mean? It's just, it's shit like that. Yep. That should be crazy, though, because that shit does expand as you. I think it's like you accumulate people like you accumulate things mm-hmm. and then you have to like it's like you know how you go through like if you watch hoarders and shit maybe like telling you how to sort your shit out like this is shit you really need this is shit that you kind of need and you have to dump the rest of this shit mm-hmm. so it's like you have to go through that that process i mean i will say the same thing for me like i think i'm i think uh I mean, I like people, but I don't have a lot of friends like that. So I, yeah. I feel you on that, and I feel like a lot of times people feel closer than you are, closer to you than they really are, yeah. which is just a very interesting concept to me, especially with social media. That should be weird because I don't know half the motherfuckers that I, I'm friends with on Facebook. Not even half, maybe like ten yeah. percent. And I think it's sometimes I think it's sometimes hard for extroverts. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's just kind of how their energy goes. But like our daddies and uncles told us a long time ago. Everybody ain't your motherfucking friend. Like, we've all heard that everybody is not your motherfucking friend. But the part that they didn't tell us was, and that's okay. Like, it's okay for all these motherfuckers to not be your friend. You don't have to be friends with every motherfucker that you cool with. I think some people, they feel like they slight people or they're slighting themselves. Like, they're cool. They're a nice person. You know, they've never fucked me over. Da, 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 da. You know, we're friends. Look, man. If you're not in my fucking inner circle and we ain't never like ate chicken fingers together, we ain't never been through no shit together, I fuck with you. We can be cool, but I may not consider you my friend friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's just the way I look at it. And, there's not, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean I don't fuck with you. It just means that you're just not in my inner circle. And that's fine, because my inner circle is small. Yeah, I think that's pretty spot on. So, we talking about church. So, speaking of prayers, speaking of your inner circle, shit, prayers for DMX, man. Um, DMX suffered an overdose this past weekend. So, and which which triggered a heart attack, and he's still in the hospital. He's still, you know, fighting the good fight. I think he, um, I think the last I heard, he was under. He was breathing on his own, but there's still some level of brain damage um i'm assuming from the lack of oxygen that came during the heart attack Mm -hmm. so you know prayers up for him man like that's just crazy because he's been dealing with these demons all his life essentially like i know he started his his issues with substance abuse um because a friend gave him a a a dirty a, a dirty j so i mean that kind of fucked him up for the for the balance of his life like he's been very successful um done great things in music i mean he's a hip-hop legend and icon but you know he still has that demon of substance abuse that kind of followed him throughout throughout his life so definitely want to pray for him um y'all thoughts um i mean me it was just a musical thing you know what i'm saying i try to keep all this stuff separate you know what I'm saying I don't know I don't know Earl <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> praying for him I hope he pulls through all of that you know all of that good stuff man I mean it's a terrible it's a terrible story we all know DMX's story you know definitely prayers for him um 
the part that was more impactful for me was definitely the music side where it was like I felt old because some people were like looking at DMX highlights like oh I didn't know DMX had motherfuckers who fuck with him like that I'm like you didn't know DMX had niggas who fuck with him like that bitch how old is you like people like DMX was a movement all by himself anybody that saw DMX live at a concert or even on a show or something new that out of all the hip hop artists unless it's like Busta Rhymes or somebody there's probably nobody that's gonna match DMX's energy like the dude was a one man fucking like energizer bunny man and he was new in the hip hop he came in he had a totally different like you know, angle on it with the dog shit, with the Rough Riders shit, you know what I'm saying? It had a whole lot of culture, man. I was a big DMX fan, you know what I'm saying? Niggas stole all my DMX CDs and shit. Like, I think I bought, like, three or four of them eventually, but, hey, man, definitely an icon in music. You know, we're going to talk about the Isley Brothers later, but, you know, the, you know, I guess the older I get, the more I look at things like this in life. Like, there's not going to be another DMX, man, so when DMX is gone... That's all you get, man. So you gotta appreciate that shit. Appreciate the music. I know I went and listened to Darkest Hell is Hot like immediately after hearing about what happened, man. It was just, it just took me back to a place. Yeah, man. Um, I wonder what the latest. Have you, have you, have y'all, any of y'all seen anything new as far as his <clears throat> prognosis? No. I, I, know I ain't seen nothing lately. And I googled it today or yesterday, and I was just like, nothing new. So I guess he's still, I guess some of his kids went to visit him today. They say he's still in a vegetative state. Yeah, that was fucked up, whoever uh, gave the lawyer incorrect information or whatever. About what, what happened? Like, somebody was saying he was, like, alert and responsive and breathing on his own, whatever. But basically, that information turned out to not be true the next day. And it was like, oh. somebody gave the lawyer some bad info. Oh yeah, that's what that's what's yeah that's what I'm reading now. I I didn't realize that. I definitely just said that shit. Yeah, so forget everything I said in the earlier. Like it's not as so he's still on a ventilator. Is what we're saying? He's still. Yeah, uh, that was the way I interpreted the shit, but I'm not really sure. I mean, he's in the ICU. I think he's breathing on his own, but his brain activity is minimal. Yeah, man, that shit's sad, man. Shit's sad, um. That's why, I mean, shout out to, to Versus, man. That Versus that we got with him and Snoop uh, that I thought was going to be bullshit was, like, one of the best ones, man. So hopefully he pulls through. Uh, but if not, I mean, at least we got a, one more little shot of, you know, seeing his greatness. And J. Joe always says this. And I, and I thought about it when I watched it, when I watched him and Snoop on the Versus. JJ always says keep your third eye open and when I watched it and I saw DMX and Snoop I was like what's crazy is this might be the last time I ever see DMX mm. and it just felt that way right I, not, not that that was gonna happen but I'm like damn like, this is an iconic moment and actually I felt the same way with the Icy Brothers and the, and the Elements too but when I watched it I was like damn like this is an iconic moment in music and in hip hop and this might be the last time I ever see anything like this, especially specific to DMX. Yeah, that's crazy. Definitely prayers to them, um, like real, real prayers, not the the phony ones that you say when it's random. They just say pray for me or something. But um, 
Yeah, man. But yeah, let's go back. Let's go into verses. Like, so this was the highlight for me this past week. And I was pretty much looking for this, look for, looking forward to this all weekend. I cooked extra good on Sunday to make sure I had something to coat my stomach while I was juking um, for the balance of the evening, having a little refill. I, I really enjoyed myself, and um, we had. It was had definitely refill. It was refill on Sunday, okay? It was definitely yeah, refill on Sunday, refill. dog. It had to be refill on Sunday. <laughs> Are y'all saying the hard R on that? I'm saying an A. It's refill. Uh, I, I heard niggas say reefer. Either way, reefer is still a. a, a no, no, reefer is still yeah. It's, I feel it's like acceptable. It's still okay, yeah. cool. So before but, we get started, before we get started, chef, and you get on your um, get on your soapbox and stuff, yeah. um, did you flip flop on your choice for the verses? I felt like you were unsure going in. No, no, we, we can talk about it. So I was, I was like this. I was like, man, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire for me. I feel like Earth, Wind, and Fire got it because I, I mean I'm just a bigger fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I was like, y'all got it, and then started thinking more i know we talked about this on the last pod i was like i think what's going to happen with the isley brothers is, is they have more familiarity with with the current you know with the current generations like they, they they're sampled a lot more um and they i mean they obviously have iconic songs so it's like but they've been around longer their 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 discography goes from the 50s to the 2000s so it's kind of hard to beat so that's that's what it was for me but then I was like, on Sunday, I was cooking and I was just playing a bunch, playing Pure Devotion. I was playing, you know, um, I'll write a song for you. And I was like, and the tears were streaming down my face. And I was like, no, fuck you this shit, flop. man. You flip. When the fire got this shit, man. Yeah. No, but I, but you, I, I didn't want to bastardize it. I didn't want to say I was flip flopping. I was saying it was a change of heart because I was like, you know what? You need to stick to what you know and how you really feel. And that's but, what happened. But I was good with that part. I was good with your indecision and you finally mm-hmm. coming to a decision. Mm-hmm. But somewhere in the middle of the verses, like you got to the point where you was like, I told y'all niggas about the elements. <laughs> like you got like real, like, oh, you got like real no, no, out of no, pocket. No, 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 like no, no. you that's were like, that's not what happened. I told, because I told niggas, I was like, because I was like, during my whole like emotional outburst, I was spouting all, a bunch of a bunch of shit all Sunday afternoon. And one of the things I said now, is, was, now was the drugs. No, it wasn't <laughs> drugs. It, it wasn't drugs. I was, I was saying all types of bullshit, nigga. Sunday, nigga, I was fucked up. No, I wasn't fucked up. It's like that uh, that commentator got caught saying that racist shit, and he said it was because the sugar was low. Right. My sugar, my sugar was probably high, but I was just like, you know what, I um. Here was my thing. I was like, "What's gonna happen when um, Ron Isley, when the Isley brothers go into they Mister Big and they go into the Down Low saga? What y'all finna do then, you phony ass niggas? Because that's what, and that's what, that's really what I was. Because I, I knew I was gonna get to that point. And then they was like, "He ain't gonna play no arc. He ain't gonna play no sh- Down Low shit." I was like, "Yes, he is. They definitely gonna play some shit from from the um, like at least play Contagious." I knew he was gonna play that shit, but I was just like. Is this nigga gonna bring R. Kelly on the stage? <laughs> that was that was what I was debating. Yeah, like did they somehow get this nigga out on the TV? They freed that nigga for for the verses. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. If they freed R. Kelly for the verses, I probably start screaming. First off, they only they only free they only free niggas they only free niggas for nine death events in the country. Okay, I probably would have lost it. 
man. If uh, if I'm you sorry, live man. if you live in a locale where they free your cousin for a non-funeral related event, you live in the fucking country. All that only happens in the fucking south and in the country where they let your cousin out for the family reunion and then he got to go back on Monday. That don't happen. That sound like fun. Who's playing? My bad. Who's that? <laughs> right. Who's, who's playing the bench? Who's ringtone? Want to rumble with the B, huh? Well, I wasn't no ringtone. <laughs> like, I, I clicked on the page and that shit. I didn't yeah. know the song though. Hey man, we have a podcast. Man. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's not engaging enough for you. What type of nigga says if you stay in a locale? Um, Wood got too much money, y'all. Um, but no, nah, man. R. Kelly though, hell no, nah, man. Fuck R. Kelly, dog. Nah. I still don't. I still can't rock with R. Kelly, man. And that was my point. I was like, "What y'all finna do then?" So then I saw niggas saying like, "You just said you would scream." If you yeah, but out. here's the thing. I I like here's R. Kelly music. I'm talking about the world. The world don't like R. Kelly, or at least they be faking like they don't. Look here, man. So, if R. Kelly came uh, out, if R. Kelly got out the motherfucking prison today, he would be embraced by the black community. More than fifty yeah, percent. More than more than fifty percent. Not not, but, not publicly. Nah, I think it'll be publicly. You think so? Yeah, all he yeah. all he got to do is go to church. If he go to church, he gives some money, he do he do some songs, R. Kelly gonna be right back in the mix. Or like the right five popular people co sign the shit. Yeah, true. Niggas love doing true. what everybody else doing. He like gonna sit, the right couple people yeah. co-sign that shit, then people will jump on board with it. He gonna sit down with either Ayala or Oprah. He gonna cry a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They gonna talk it out, and then I and then he'll be back. I was reading the comments when they were doing Contagious, and niggas was nervous the whole time. I was like, I was like, just get to the talking part. Just get to that part. And niggas was like, it's coming. It's coming, y'all. And they's like, don't do it. Don't do it, Mr. Big. Quit it, Mr. Big. And I was like, these niggas losing it right now. So, speaking of the talking part, what y'all think about Steve Harvey? Hated it, dog. Uh, oh, he wrote so, Lion. Lion? On the surface, on the surface, of course, I hated that shit. He was doing way too much. But then I had to put myself in Steve Harvey's shoes. Like, Whoever your favorite group, artist, whatever the fuck is, if you had the opportunity to share the stage with them in a cool, like, intimate setting like that, you're probably going to do too much, possibly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I mean, it was an epic night, I think, for everybody, but that was like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like, you're sharing the stage with Earth, Wind & Fire, your favorite group, who you stand for, and them niggas like offer you the mic to like hit a couple of notes and shit with them. I mean, so he was just juiced up a little bit too much juiced up, but that's Steve Harvey. Like Steve Harvey is a little bit too much period. So it, once I reset and thought of it that way, it ain't bothered me as much, but I also knew after that intermission, I was like, somebody's going to pull his coattail on that shit. And he was much more reserved the second half until he came out pouring the lick on the floor and shit. And he almost poured that shit on Ernie Petals, but yeah, them niggas did. Some, I I wanted to know what drugs they were on during halftime. I know we were, we we finished hating on Steve Harvey. Um, so <laughs> like, <laughs> my bad. So yeah, nigga, like, I I mean, I'm on record saying I don't fuck with Steve Harvey, man. So 
he 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 ruined the shit for me. It was hard for me to like even listen to. He ruined it. He, that nigga ruined it for me, dog. Like I, I don't have a lot of good things to say about it because of Steve Harvey. Like that nigga. That, that, that nigga me. just. That nigga just blows me, dog. Like that nigga just be like, oh man, I remember when, back in the day when I I put this on, nigga, and I, you know all that. Shut up, nigga. I I, I get. It. He made it too much about him a little bit, and. He made it too know. much about him getting pussy too. Like I didn't care about like you losing every game. <laughs> too much Steve Harvey, but uh, he I wasn't gonna steal was my stupid. joy though. The funniest part to me though was when he was like, "This right here was on the such and such album." And they was like, "Nah, this is on so." He was like, "What?" Like, are, he wanted so bad to say, "Are you sure?" Yeah. But you can't like. <laughs> yeah, nigga, no, I'm pretty sure. Me, What's love got to do with it? Like, of course I know the words. Yeah. Like I wrote the song, so then he was just like. And then the camera like cut away from him, but that shit was uh that shit was funny as fuck. So I think I'm the only person that was pro Steve Harvey in for the verses because I don't because what? No, it's not because I'm contrary. Well, first off, <laughs> Steve Harvey reminds me. Steve Harvey reminds me of my daddy first and foremost. But <laughs> don't you don't you dare curse Walt like that. Though. <laughs> No, like, no, that nigga Walt is a strong personality like that and will come in and take the fuck over. But, um, I don't know, if there was no Steve Harvey, I don't know how we're having a conversation between the Isleys and Earth, Wind & Fire. Because Mr. Biggs wasn't even, Ron Isley wasn't even, like, talking in his fucking mic. This thing was whispering all fucking night. I couldn't hear none of the shit he was saying. Um, Ernie is whispering to Ron, he's not talking to nobody. And the niggas in the and the niggas in Earth Wind and Fire aren't really saying anything either. Like I think it would have been a very dry night if them niggas was just talking to each other. And we'd have been like, all right, we'll just run the next fucking song. Steve at least carried the conversation to make it entertaining when there was no song being like really played. And I agree with y'all. He made it way too much about him. He was inaccurate on his fucking information. But that's okay, because to me, it made it more entertaining without just the music. Because if it wasn't for Steve, we're literally just playing tracks back and forth. I I didn't have a problem with it. That's fair. I, I actually get that point of view. They needed a host because either group is not... Well, I don't know. They could have put Cedric the Entertainer up there. They could have put, the, put Cedric the Entertainer there. They could have put Questlove there. Like, there are better people, I think, that would have been... I'm sorry, what? Questlove? Yeah, I'm about to say, I mean, I don't really follow well, Questlove so real thing. Thing, but I do. Does Questlove have the personality to have hosted the shit? He seems very, he like... One of the better music podcasts out there, and he know he's interviewed... He's had Philip Bailey on. That was a great three-hour interview. Like he talked them niggas for three hours, went through the whole discography. He knows all their music. Like I so, I, I would have liked him just because of his music knowledge, and he knows both of these folks. But we, we skipped a couple of niggas. We skipped a couple of niggas from probably the nigga who's hosted the most shit ever in Steve Harvey, a nigga who hosts Buku shit in Cedric the Entertainer. All the way to the nigga who knows music and podcasts. We skipped like forty niggas in between Steve Harvey and Cedric and the Entertainer and Questlove. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying like I'm I'm just saying like from my perspective, I just would like to I would like them to extract more about the history of it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what and because he's a historic a musical story 
musical historian, I would I think he would have <laughs> pulled out more information I would have. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's all. Give that shit a year. That should have been boring. I, I'd much Mus- rather hear Steve Harvey lives. Musical That fucking transmit. engine wouldn't turn over. <laughs> that shit happened to me today on the conference call. I was trying to say technical liaison, but I had to say that shit like three times. I couldn't say it. Oh man! But, no, Cedric and Tanya would have been great though, because he knows how to chill. Any funnier to me. Nah, no, nah, Cedric would drop a dry joke. Nah, Cedric would drop a, dr- a damn. Cedric would drop uh, yeah, right. a joke. Talk see what happens. <laughs> Fucking talk, you got your ass Good. Good. your ass Fuck. Yeah, you know what I was trying to say. Cedric would drop a joke that, I, that, that don't quite go over. <laughs> no, and that's fair. He, I mean, I, I, it's, it's fine. I mean, Steve... Steve annoyed me, but I think they it fits because he was a he's a big fan of both of them. He has relationships with both of them, so I mean it was cool in that sense. Um, can we talk about how we didn't know that was Ryan Isley at first? Because I really thought Ryan Isley was dead, and they had a fake nigga yeah, out. I, I didn't think he was dead. I See, thought he. he, he it made, I was sad. I didn't, I didn't know that was him at first, though. I didn't know Honestly. that was because I know Mr. Girl I'm about to break that nigga out. Did Mr. Girl number one say she turned the shit off because um, not right. she, she was wasn't happening? He's like, who is this nigga? And she turned it off. I don't know because I had to like scream hearing that shit to my uh, TV, so I couldn't watch. Like I couldn't follow along on social media and watch college because every time I went to a window, it turned the music off. So nigga said he had a Gucci clone. Like, hey boy, I was dying laughing, boy. Cause I didn't know who that was. I was like, this nigga got a beard, he got his teeth done, and he mm-hmm. had shades on and a hat. So I was like, and, and Ron Isley has a very particular shaped head that's not regular. I know that. Was, like I know that where I was about to go. Like and even when niggas said that was Ron Isley, I still couldn't make the connection. Like it wasn't until later on when he took the. Uh, what did he do? Did he take the hat off and the shades off. off? He took something off, and I was like, oh. Oh, speaking of, man, this is the part, really. Now, this is where Steve Harvey pissed me off. When he grabbed that nigga Ron Isley coat and was, like, gallivanting around the stage and that shit, and I was like, you're smoking a fucking cigar, probably, like, getting the smoke all in that nigga coat, potentially about the ash on his shit, while into like motherfucking trip and fall over a court or something or like waste some drink on his shit like it's certain shit I just don't think you play with like I don't think you pick up a nigga <laughs> not a nigga coat, coat. nigga draw the line yeah. and a nigga coat yeah like if his shit was like a little like a little standard ass pea coat or something that would have been something different but like don't take a nigga's fucking good ass coat speaking of coats then he threw that shit to the ground he threw that shit to the ground <laughs> and, um, and Philip Bailey picked it up and folded that shit that is an old ass nigga old niggas fuck with let me pick this nigga coat up fold it up put it over here on the side old, old niggas disrespectful like Steve Harvey I was like you old baby boomer ass nigga like you disrespectful as fuck man why did why did Earth Wind and Fire switch coats I think that nigga, I don't think he, uh, I think that was his coat. I don't think he no. switched. No. I think, I think Ralph, that Ralph changed jackets and then his yes. vibe changed. Yes, Ralph changed the jacket, but the jacket was originally on, it was on, um, Phil Bailey. It was on Philip. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why did y'all just change, why did you change into his sweaty jacket? 
I was like, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that was his coat. It just so happened to be like a similar looking coat. No, nah, that was the coat. That had to be the coat. <laughs> that was the exact same coat. Maybe number two is a two for one. Okay. There's always one line, brother. Hey, man, you know, by the way, you're cutting them for Let me get that shit. <laughs> it's hard. And I was like, I hate you know, how I look. I like. can wear your coat. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was. But, so, who won for y'all then? It was still, I mean, I, I guess y'all gonna stick to y'all guys. It's funny because my mama called me and asked me who won. I was like, I, I, I've never gone into a versus league for a winner. I just, like, be wanting a good show. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we won. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I already said it with the DMX one. I felt like, I felt sad and I felt happy at the same time because it was like, this is great music. But then I thought about it, I'm like, this is the last time we will likely ever see this. Yeah. This, this, this will probably never, we will probably never see this again. Earth, Wind, and Fire, live with the Isley Brothers on a show, enjoying good music. And not only that, we don't have music set up in a way the people that we grew up listening to that we're going to have people get together like that. You know what I'm saying? We might have a couple people that can get together, but like when we 60, 70, like Drake and somebody are not about to like get together and do a fucking show and it's about to hit like Earth, Wind & Fire and Iceberg. We don't have any artists that transcend what is that, 70 years? Is What is that, 70 years? Maybe Drake. You think Drake's going to be around for 70 years? No. no. Uh, well, we can't talk about Chef because Chef hates Drake. But um, I'm just saying as far I as... I does. I'm just saying as far as... On a, like on a nostalgia kick, like I went to a Drake concert... And I stood the whole time and knew the words to all the songs, like not really going there thinking I was like a big Drake fan, but I like it wasn't like the best concerts I've been to. So I think that Drake will have longevity. So, I mean, it's different when you talk about rap as opposed to R&B. You know what I'm saying? Like R&B is timeless. So, no, I mean, so we'll have a... Is, is Mary J. Blige our... Our generation does that count? Kind of. I would say yeah. So I mean, we have. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, R. Kelly was our Marvin Gaye. So I mean, we we don't have that. But we have we have Mary J. Uh, I'm trying to see what type of male artists we might have. Uh, I think Snoop. But 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 the, the, the funny thing that you're saying, the the funny thing that you're describing, JJ, is you're talking '90s, right? I yeah. mean, that's that's 30 years ago. What's after What's after the '90s? Not shit. Nothing. R. Kelly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fine too. <laughs> no, but I mean, he he spilled into the 2000s. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty much oh. it. But all those people did. Mary J. Blige has had a long career. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so, I mean, you have... you have R. Kelly? You have, you have uh, Mary J. Blige, you have Mariah Carey, who has, you know, who's had a hit, like, in every, you know, fucking decade. Beyonce. I mean, I know Wood. I mean, Wood, Beyonce. Right. Yeah, Beyonce. So yeah. But that's sad. When I think about it, we don't have any male. Nothing new. I think Snoop is. Time. I think Snoop R. Kelly. I mean, the problem with R. Kelly is niggas hating, but R. Kelly's music spans. Yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna fuck with R. Kelly 70 years from now, bro. Right. You don't fuck think so? Girl. No, he fuck little girls, dog. Speaking okay. of fucking little girls, 
Oh man. Okay. Cool. Speaking of fucking little girls, <gasps> Matt Gates. We still have more to say. Um, Jake. But anyway, <laughs> Matt Gates. Matt Gates. Uh, Matt Gates. Matt Gates. Matt Gates. <laughs> Matt Gates is a congressman from, from the Panhandle of Florida, where where the worst motherfuckers live. Uh, I'm from the FLA. Hey, but but t- hold on. Since there we since we have a since we have a Duval nigga on the podcast, so so, so is that right? Five set is the Panhandle the worst of what Florida has to offer? I don't think Jackson. Nah, honestly, um, I think that should have just spread out throughout Florida in different various <laughs> pockets. I, I, it's not concentrated to one area. It's normally like the country fucked up areas. Like yeah, I like was, where um, he is. I was looking at some shit today, and this dude, he just, he just looked, uh, he just looked fucked up, and then dudes from Keystone Heights, which is like outside of Jacksonville, it's like a. Fucking country, stupid. It's dumb. Anyway, yeah, that shit spread. It's not. It's That's not concentrated to one area. That's fair. It, it is in the little country pockets, and Matt Gates uh, represents the country pocket of Destin, between Destin and uh, what's that shit called? Uh, Panama and what's the other shit? Fort Walton Beach. Yeah, that's that's the area he represents. So, um, so first off, let's talk about Destin. Like Destin was like um, the first uh, vacation for a lot of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like that was in <laughs> yeah, Florida. Like a lot of my, I mean, even still to this day, like my sister and like my cousins are going like on a cousin's trip to Destin. Uh, from so apparently they have nice beaches and shit. And yeah, shopping. Like, like Destin is still a destination. Like um, it's shopping, the beaches, and. I think I guess probably they got like a lot of township timeshares and shit. Destin is also where you stay when all the rooms are sold out in Panama City. Or if you want a quiet weekend, like you want to just like barbecue with the homies and have something chill. I mean, like Panama City, what they used to call the White Trash Riviera, like it's a different <laughs> vibe there. White Trash Riviera. That's 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 racist. I didn't um, make up. They didn't know that's what it was called. But um, no. Nah, so it's like. Uh, Destin, the Bahamas, and like Jamaica was like the first three like fucking vacations like niggas went to. But anyway, go ahead. So he represents Destin. Yeah, yes. and he um he, he's been controversial over the years. He's, he's an ardent Trump supporter. He um I mean he definitely right held the held up the flat banner for him or whatever. Um, but recently um I guess they. There was a probe um, that was started by the FBI or the Department of Justice, rather, during the Trump administration, um, just checking on this nigga. And apparently he's been accused of allegedly sex trafficking, um, having sex with uh, minors, more specifically a 17-year-old girl. And um, it's not like he's out to get this nigga. Like, I think, like, I feel like he's he going to get he, a nigga stuck. So, hold on. I'm not trying to defend this thing. I'm not. I just got a question. So by sex trafficking, trafficking was he sex trafficking? Or was he like soliciting a prostitute? Yes. Huh? So he's doing both. Like it was all that shit. Like he basically say, like he said, I I don't know the the direct de- definition of of sex trafficking. Obviously, I thought it was just like like 
carrying women from one place to no. another for the purpose. All, I thought it was sex of uh, yeah. I-85. All of that, sh- that shit falls under sex trafficking now. If you solicit a prostitute, that falls under sex trafficking. And he was definitely doing that. So he was buying it and se- and, and paying, paying for the pussy with uh, on Cash App and Apple and his Apple wallet. Uh, I was like, <laughs> does, it, mat- does it matter what platform he used for payment? Huh? Does it matter what platform he used for payment? No, I'm just saying he has obvious receipts of of all of his actions. Is what I'm saying. I would think it's a pretty high class <laughs> establishment if they take cash up. Yeah, but it's also clear that you did that shit. Like homeless niggas take cash app. Don't do that. They do. I found that out. But anyway, that shit was trash. I, I never mind. But yeah, man. So that's so, what he was doing. So let me ask you a question. So soliciting a prostitute and using cash app is that bad? No, I mean he got caught, so I think so. No, 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 I'm a, no, no, no. I'm no, asking no, you. Prostitution, prostitution. I'm pro prostitution. Okay, but not prostitution, but not fucking with minors. Yes, so, I mean, agree, agree. Okay. Yes, yeah. No, no, I, I think like yeah, I'm all for sex workers and uh, being able to pay them easily. You know what I'm saying? Because now you can buy Bitcoin on Cash App, so you can send them money oh. for a blowjob, and then they can invest in cryptocurrency but. a couple crumbs off of this coin so it's like building up building up the economy really. right right yeah, that's I get it but not with 17 year olds not right. with 17 year olds right yeah so what do you think so but that's and that's the problem that's the issue so I feel like he I feel like he did this shit and I feel like he's it's a wrap like I mean the fact that he was Trump's guy and he's, he was um, brought up under charges under Bill Barr's um, Department of Justice. Like, I felt I, I, I was, I wasn't expecting that. I was surprised. So, I wonder if there's something underlying, like, well, maybe I, a nigga lost favor or something. You were surprised. You No, you were surprised that it came out. I was surprised that they even was after this nigga. Yeah. Oh, I mean, politics is a doggy dog. Like, it's a cannibalistic world. Like, like you said, he probably said something or did something that stepped out of line. So they, they tugged on his coattails a little bit and put that news out there, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the game that they're in. I'm not surprised at that at all. And I'm definitely not surprised that a white man who is pro-crackdown on laws and all of this type of shit is the same motherfucker who's breaking the law. I mean, that's the play. I mean, that that that's the first and ten play. We see that shit every 90 days, them niggas do that shit. So honestly, I don't know why it's a topic on the podcast. Like this is not anything that's a surprise. This is not anything that's out of the order. So what was interesting when it was added to the dossier was there was a juxtaposition. So a what? bad Bobby. There was a what? Juxt- juxtaposition. Okay. All right. Slow down. When you, when you say it. <laughs> you it was just. Hey man. I didn't say that. You, you, you hit that exit a little too fast, but that curve was fucking your ass up. <laughs> Tell her, roll, tell her, roll a little bit. All y'all niggas don't fuck up some shit in a few minutes. No, that's not even me. I didn't even fuck with you. I don't want it to happen. I'm just saying what's going on. Are you putting roots on niggas? Like, it happened one time, they would have leaned into voodoo. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, (laughs) leaned into voodoo. But anyway, so Bad Bobby is um, the girl, the Cash Me Outside girl. She became famous from that, like, real famous for some reason. And, uh, Built up a huge Instagram following. Niggas been following her since she was, uh, for all intents and purposes, a child. She started an OnlyFans page as soon as she turned 18 and immediately made 
a whole chunk of money. Over a million dollars. Over a million dollars in one day. So, and I'm, I don't know what she's showing. You know what I'm saying? It's only fans, so you never know. It could be she just in a bikini, or she could just be showing the full... full she, um, so, all right, so um, she's not showing the full Monty. I don't even know if that's... Maybe it's the full Conti for a woman. Um, no, monkey. Monkey. no monkey. No, nah, so, so nah, they're like um, rated... They're like regular thirst traps on Instagram pictures. Side monkey. Uh, so you're following. Side monkey, no, but no full nah, monkey. No, 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 no. That's that's never been my bag. Uh, side monkey? You don't like side monkey? Huh? Side What's monkey? That? No, no, I like side monkey. She's showing oh. a lip? Outer labia? Yeah. Oh, that side? I, I don't know. I'm asking you. That side monkey. I no 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 no. I no not from what I've heard. Oh. Uh, in the That's few cool. pictures I, that I've seen that have been circulating, <laughs> pretty rated PG. Like you see worse than that on Instagram. But the fact that it was so many niggas waiting for her to turn 18 so that they could like sign on because they thought that it would see some uh some right, some some ass and titties and puss whatever the fuck you say. Um, you know. That's that's kind of crazy. Um, just because I'm not really into like barely legal, uh, that's not my bag. It could be some other people's bag, uh, but but it, <laughs> it's, it could be some other people's bags. Um, but it's not mine. But it's kind of. Uh, but know. it is interesting though that when soon she was of age, she took advantage of that that market. Why would, so you not? Why would you not? It's a celebrity factor more than anything, man. Like, I think people just, because she's well-known or whatever, I think that's the lure more so than anything else. Uh, I mean, but, and also because some niggas want to see... They like how she looks. Right. They want to see what that whatever do on OnlyFans, so... I mean, because niggas, I mean, I mean, if Chloe Bailey had a only fans, niggas. She'd be a very rich woman as well. Yeah, yes, yeah, she would. She'd have my uh, nineteen ninety nine a month, yeah. but not because she's young. It's not like I was waiting for her to turn eighteen. You know what I'm saying? It. So maybe that's not the case for some of the niggas who sign, but for some of the niggas, that's kind of like they bag. So I don't know. That's that's a good point. Like if Chloe had Only Fans, or if when Tiana Taylor, I know a lot of niggas were into uh, Tiana they Taylor. Were. See, a nigga, a nigga hella whistled on the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's just, it's just kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, OnlyFans, man, y'all, y'all women who need a little spare change, man, get into it. Man, I mean, it's an easy come up. It's direct money, man. It's As Pimp C said, pimping ain't dead. It just moved to the internet. That's how it is. Yeah, man. I'm waiting for a blessing like that for men. I don't know. I mean. What would be the only fans equivalent for men? Like a way to get easy money with very little effort. I can't think oh, of only women. It's, women don't think we're sexy enough. First of all, women get dick thrown at them all day, every day. So like, I'm not even be. talking about anything of a sexual nature necessarily. I'm just talking about like something that make the like make it easier for us to get money with very little effort. Like only fans. There are men on only fans making buku money. Oh, doing but they doing nasty shit too, though, right? What you mean nasty shit? Like sexual shit. What are they doing? Like they fucking, they fucking women. Oh, so it is like sex work. I'm saying like not necessarily sex work, but I guess that's what it would be. I guess. Oh, 
Yeah. Maybe that's, that's the answer. That's what it is. Well, there you have it. Speaking of sex work, Paul Pierce. So, Paul Pierce. <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck this came from. So, niggas is chilling. Wake up the next day. I In every group me I'm on, niggas posting videos of Paul Pierce having, I guess, a, having strippers at the crib. They weren't even, like, naked. Like, they were, like, in bikinis and shit, dancing and shit. Like, this nigga cheese and happy to be there. Like, he, like, a fucking jit. Like, he ain't never been around strippers before. Smoking weed. Don't do him like that. He wasn't all giddy and fucked like he ain't never seen this This nigga was. No, that nigga looked like he was high as fuck, drunk as fuck. That nigga was like, hey, man, Monica, come through. Like, I want to know who the fuck Monica was. Monica the singer? I don't know. That's what the nigga said. He said, right. Monica come through. We don't know what Monica oh, was. But uh, I know about. He, he wasn't really giddy, man. He was just kicking it. I mean, he thought it was fun, which it looked fun. Like, I mean, he, he showed the background, but it wasn't like he ain't never been there before. He been in That there nigga before. looked joyful a little bit to me. He looked happy. No, he was happy. Why would he but not, he why would he so not be happy? Fun. Yeah, why would he not be happy? It looked like a great time. I wish I was like there. a great time. My thing is, my great times, I don't like to share. But he put it on the camera. He put it on Instagram, knowing this nigga worked for Disney. I, I guess that was his way I of saying that. I think that nigga thought that shit was on Close Friends or whatever. Like, I don't think he knew that shit was probably being broadcast because some people are like, oh, he wanted out. Well, I don't think Disney was holding him hostage. You know what I'm saying? Just go in that right. bitch and say, I quit. Like, And at the end of the day, Paul Pierce has still made over like a quarter billion dollars in his career. Like, that job, nice. while, yeah, it would be great if I continued to work at ESPN, bitch, I'm worth $100 million. Like, fuck y'all. Who cares? Like, if ESPN fires him, it's like, okay, I'm still rich. I'm still Paul Pierce. I'll flip this dollar another way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he even said as much. Like, why... There was all this talk about, damn, that's fucked up. This nigga fucked up the bag. Oh, see, this is why you can't do shit on social media because it's going to, like, fuck your shit up. This nigga's not a college graduate that just came out of Penn State and went to go work for ESPN. This nigga's a future Hall of Fame NBA player that's worth $100 million. We have a fuck about ESPN. Yeah, three? I thought he had two. No. No. Oh, yeah, one. Well, one, just the one. Yeah, yeah just that the one. one. They only that won that one, one with yeah, Donnie. Yeah, two. That matters. He's got a trophy I case. Just, right now, yeah, he's got a trophy case. Yeah, you know he has, no, he has, he has a, a championship. So, I mean, that matters. Um, and I, you're right, Wood. I mean, I'm, he isn't like a normal nigga. He has a lot more leeway than most niggas in terms of what he could do. If I'm and, worth $100 million, you're not a... I, you, and I want to go and be around strippers and kick it with my niggas and I want to post that shit on the video, you're not about to make me feel bad about that shit. And he said, he said, I don't have them contracts no more. He's already made that point. He says, I don't have them contracts no more. The NBA wanted him to be like that. He did that for, what, 20-something years? He's not about yeah. to do that shit for Disney. Fuck them. And that's real. Because ESPN said dip, like, immediately. But I guess he has... The latest news was he, he has like he's gonna start a sports show on Cam Soda, the 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 porn site. I guess yeah. it's like a porn live porn site. Yeah. Okay, cool. So he's gonna be on Cam Soda doing a sports show yeah, there. Like he don't know what it is. It's Cam right. Cam Cam Soda. No, 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 no,
So, I, I mean, I don't really know. I didn't know if it was just like you could watch videos or is it like live shit or whatever. Um, but yeah, he so he's starting to show on Cam Soda and he's going to have the same vibe where he had. And so maybe it was like a rollout because he's going to have the strippers there and it's going to be like strippers while he's talking about um, giving sports updates, which is interesting. The nigga just needs something to do to get out the house. Like, man, I'd watch fuck. <laughs> I fucking can't do ESPN no more. At least I can do the strippers at Cam Soda. Like, he needs something to do. I saw a nigga say, where Rachel Nichols at? And I thought that was a a good question. (laughs) Oh, nigga, let me add, speaking of, like, porn and stuff, like, um, I was just thinking the other day, nigga, like, what happened to, like, Bridget the Midget? Uh, Yeah, I know I don't use that term, man, because he's a little person. That was her Uh, name, wasn't it? That was her name. And, like, if she was out, would she have to change her name like Mulatto did to like Big Lotto? Like she would she have to be like Bridget, the little person. And what's her real name really Bridget? Like, because that's I fucked see. up if you knew your child was a a, a little person. <laughs> like, and you still named your child Bridget, knowing that people would go call her that. Like, it's a lot of questions that need answers. But yeah, I mean, all that. But she not, was great. She was great. She was good in the game, though. I I enjoy. I watched a lot of her shit. She was, she was solid. I, I might end it. That's not my kink, but I definitely watched her like do her thing just because I was intrigued. And like, yeah, she looked like she enjoyed what she used to do. This nigga is clutching, 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 clutching his pearls right now. Why, why, why this, nigga, this nigga is clutching his pearls? <laughs> nah, man. I'm trying to. <laughs> hey, man, I be multitasking because I need to order some shit on uh, Whatchamajig. This nigga some... hates the podcast. This nigga <laughs> oh, man, I love the podcast. Right. I nigga on Amazon, nigga, like, right. getting turned off by something. We talking about Bridget, nigga. <laughs> no, I hear you talking about Bridget. That was cruel of parents to name her that if they knew that shit going in. <laughs> no, that's how you know old lady. Like, right. like, prove that you've been listening. <laughs> I was definitely, I, I was listening. I know you don't normally use the M word. You was talking about your home, girl. She going through this shit with old man. And he hit it in the face. Not a police car. Yeah, I know that bitch. She don't really fuck with you like that. Yeah, (laughs) stank. Right, I got you. But um, she was really good though, and it's not saying that it was. I'm not saying that was my kink. Also, I mean, I heard you say that, but it's more like when you get to the eighth page, you get to the eighth page sometimes, and when you get to the eighth page, that's what you're gonna see. You definitely saw Bridget. You definitely see Nigerians fucking in the in the Congo. You see a bunch of fuck shit. You got a crazy ass fucking filter, boy. Right. My algorithm but is your, your porn algorithm is wild and crazy. Right. Eighth page is definitely some little people. Eyes on this shit. It's definitely like Africans in the Congo. I've never stumbled yeah. upon African porn. That's eighty, not eight. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's. It's the I'm gonna say African porn is akin to African to like Nigerian cinema. Like not, it's not good. It's not good. And shout out to all the Africans Nigeria, and man. the Nigerians. We got hella Africans, right. man. Right. But y'all continent good. Wow. You say y'all continent? Only porn. Content. Oh, I'm about to say your continent's not good. This is worse. <laughs> hey, boy. Think we're gonna have a fill in next week, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, boy, y'all, haven't, y'all haven't seen the Nigerian track team, hey boy. Don't worry about it, right? Really, Paul Pierce is about to be on the podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a thought due respect. This is Cook. Um, <laughs> 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 got rid of Chef, get a name named Cook. <laughs> this is Bus Drop. <laughs> this is Mr. 
Uh, we used to have a running joke about Mister where he said his name three times. He would magically appear, and he would. Hey man, stop looking over your glasses. I tell Blair this all day. Stop looking over your glasses. <laughs> Blair, Blair be vibing, man. That's all that means. So yeah, so okay, so we talking about porn stars. Looks like Lamelo Ball and Tiana Trump together, man. How you feel about that, Wood? I think it's a beautiful thing, man. I think he's living the dream. If I had that much money, I would definitely solicit from like my favorite porn stars. I hope the young man's having a blast, man. So, it, it, I think it's Is that cool a double entendre. Yes, I think it's cool if he's soliciting, but I just want to make sure he's not in love. Look, man, you don't here engage. We go, here we go with that again. You don't engage with the porn star of your dreams unless your soul is on the table. I saw you say that. That's the whole purpose. Tiana, the whole purpose. The difference between Tiana and a lot of these other ones. Tiana got a record. Tiana, Tiana, gonna, she from she from Fort Wayne, Indiana. She gonna get you. That's kind of what the beautiful part of it is. Like you, it, it's it's the lack of control. You want to mm-hmm. give your soul up to a demon. That's what this exercise is. Right. Yeah. You're taking it to the altar now. You landing down. Like you. <laughs> here it is. What you gonna do with it? And she, listen. She is going to suck the soul out of that young man. Yeah. And, like, it's going to change his life. Yep. He was totally hope, different. I just hope it changes it for the better. I don't want this nigga to That nigga's going to grow a gray beard like Ron Isley. Nigga, watch after <laughs> that shit. Like, that nigga. Like, well, you know, they say when you see a real ghost sticking your head, just turns gray. Yeah. <laughs> ghost out this like, this, this nigga ain't going to be... This thing is not gonna be able to put up a fucking uh, twenty footer, nigga. Eighties auntie laugh. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes I do, yes I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, shout out to that nigga, man. Bless his heart. That's all I got to say, nigga. Like, go for it. Wow, that's all you can say sometimes. Hey man, bless the nigga heart. You have to take my word for it. <laughs> Want to be featured on Asking for a Friend? Shoot us an email at with all due respect with a K at gmail.com. If you're asking for a friend is hot enough, it'll be featured on the show. Asking for a friend, like with the theme music and everything, would? Yes. Fucking right. All right. This week's asking from a from a friend. That's not what it is. <laughs> Ding. This week's asking for a friend comes from a friend. That's asking for friends. Um. The question is. How do married couples feel when their chronically single friend tags along on outings like dinners, movies, concerts, back when motherfuckers were doing those things? Um, so how do y'all feel about that? Um, I, I, all right, I, I guess I'll go first. So 
I guess it depends on how long you've been married. Like, what stage of marriage are you in? Newlyweds, newlyweds and motherfuckers who've been married for like 10, 15 years are two totally different sets of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, newlyweds probably give a fuck more. Like, they care about why are you with us? We're trying to go do this shit. Where's your man? All of this type of shit. I don't want the single person hanging around. Ten people that have been married for 10, 15 years and they got multiple kids are just happy to talk to somebody and not have a conversation with somebody who's not under the age of five. So typically don't care. I'm out. I'm drinking. My kids aren't here. So I don't care if the chronically single friend comes along because to us, it's all fun. We probably haven't been able to kick it with that person in a long time anyway. So who cares if they come and tag along and come and kick it? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times it's easier anyway for a group anyway, because you're so used to each other as mom and dad and all of this type of shit in a relationship. You've been in the house all this time. It can be somewhat different when you step out of the house and you're now like on a date and it's like, I don't even engage with you like this that much that way. You know what I'm saying? We open the car doors and shit like that. It can be a little, I'm not going to say uncomfortable, but it can be somewhat awkward. So having the third friend or whatever, the single friend to come along to like make it a little bit easier and just like just to keep it fun sometimes helps out. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure that's different depending on the relationship and also how long uh, the persons have been in a relationship with each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree completely. I mean, I think it's like I've seen newer, younger couples where they're like more into some level of control in terms of who's around and um, like how you spend your time together or apart. But after a few years, like that shit really doesn't matter as much. I mean, it's it's nice to have, you know, a break. Like, I mean, cause you, you see each other like to Wood's point, you see each other in a, in, in the, this is my wife perspective and, and this is our home perspective. And this is like very domesticated. Um, but it's a change of pace. I mean, I don't, I haven't been in too many situations, honestly, where, where we're hanging out with my wife's home girls, but I mean, and a lot of times it might, maybe my, my homeboys coming through and if they visit or something like that, it's more of that than anything else. But it's just a different change of pace. Like if you have different people around, um, you could be your, like your, your personality switches up a little bit. You're probably more funny, um, and things like that. So I think it's just, it's just cool to have some sort of change of pace. It's not like a, a bad thing necessarily. Um, and, and also just level of control in terms of like having your single, having single homegirls around is not like an issue. Like, it's like, you know, have fun with your friends. Like, I prefer that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, please. It's, it just, it's like less pressure on me. You know what I mean? Like it just, it's just cool in that sense. Um, so I've always been support. I, I support my wife going out with her friends in general. Like I like do it more, you know what I'm saying? Go kick it. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's just healthy to have different friend circles and hang out with different people and, and have that, um, versatility in terms of who you hang out with and, and maintain your other outside relations outside of us, because you're not just one type of person. You're, you were a whole person before we got together. So keep that up. So I don't really have an issue with it. Um, 
I think it's cool because it provides a different perspective or whatever. Like, for example, um, been following the Derek Chauvin trial or whatever. So your significant other, you probably already shared your thoughts and feelings with them in the house all week or whatever. So when we go out for wings and shit Friday, we're like, oh, what you think about this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a different point of view. It's cool. It don't, it doesn't really bother me. Um, I'm trying to think of a scenario where or why it would and like maybe if somebody really was like real deal tripping out that shit but it doesn't bother me whatsoever I'm not really tripping yeah I think we all saying the same thing I've been on both sides um where I've been the nigga have been nigga like currently now I'd be like the tag along to like my homegirl and her dude um and I've had it where we've had like a, a friend, you know, back back when I was married. Huh? Back. What'd you say? What? Say that for the divorce episode. What? Anyway. Oh, oh man, it's a divorce probate. Anyway. This nigga drop the uh, teaser right quick. Tune in next week for an all new with all due respect. Right, nigga. <laughs> but no, um But no, like we got had like a homegirl that like We'd go to, you know, fucking gumbo fest or fucking seafood festivals or, uh, you know, which is homegirl that like to do the same shit we did, did, like, in the art and the music and the food. So, like everybody else says, like, why not tag alone? I think, again, it could be a time thing. Like, you know, like when you're first dating someone and you're trying to get to know somebody, like, you're still trying to get to know them. So, yeah, an outside um element might fuck shit up but like yeah you know once you pass that motherfucking part where it's like oh you know kind of not the more the merrier but like yeah yeah you know fun people are fun people let's go have fun yeah. have some drinks uh you know i'm i'm it's me and you any other time yeah so um yeah i agree with all y'all niggas like fuck it like yeah come come through and the thing is like you don't have to worry about you being the third wheel because you just won't be invited. Like the times that <laughs> a motherfucker wants to be alone with their significant other on some like romantic shit. And I, you know, I want to finger you under the table shit. Like, yeah, you ain't going to be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like the cool, like I said, the cool fucking, you know, uh, the Prince versus Michael Jackson impersonator, fucking shit at the club where, you know, we all get drink, do some edibles. Uh, that sounds wonderful to have. Right. Nigga, yeah. like, yeah, let's have, let's, let's have fun. So, for all those people who feel a way about being the third wheel, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't worry about that shit. Like, they want to, you know, they won't fuck with you if that's not what they want, man. So, uh, get out your mind about it. You rock with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead. Visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love. Show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now for the with all due respects. 
with all due respect, uh, the podcast has been going on for three plus years now. We are on episode 131. So, yeah, you've been rocking with us a long time on this journey, man. The podcast is still going strong. Listenership is still growing. You know what I'm saying? So just want to encourage all the listeners, go back, check out all the old episodes. You can still check that out. I think we're on SoundCloud for those older episodes. Uh, you can also listen to those episodes on Anchor which means you can also listen to those episodes on Spotify and on iTunes, so on and so forth. If you're looking for a t-shirt, you can reach out to us, email us at, with all due respect, with a K, what is it? With all due respect? Yeah, with all due respect, W-A-D-R-E-S-P-E-K at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? For any feedback, if you want to get a t-shirt, you know, let us know your size. We'll hook you up with a t-shirt, man. Um, don't forget to leave those comments, though, because those comments... Go into helping us get publicized on the platforms, you know what I'm saying? It boosts our rating, which is big for us, man. It doesn't cost you a dime, doesn't cost you a dollar, but it helps us out as a podcast. So leave us a rating, drop a like, do whatever the fuck that you can on them platforms. I don't know all the platforms like that, but just do something positive, man. We really do appreciate you guys. We appreciate you on the Facebook group. If you're not on the Facebook group, go join that. Shenanigans go down on that shit every motherfucking day. Um, Check us out on Anchor. You can drop us a voice message. We do check the voice messages. We check the emails. We check all of this good stuff. But by virtue of you listening to the podcast, you are part of the With All Due Respect podcast family. We look forward to hearing from you. We love to hear from you. And we hope to hear from you soon. With all due respect. With all due respect. um, I'm sure we'll probably get into it at some point in the future. But I've been watching the Derek Chauvin trial. And it's really unfortunate and it pisses you off how um, you see how they're trying to like weasel around the shit and get this motherfucker off. But um, with that, you know, I was looking at the news a couple of days ago and apparently this lady had an issue at Publix um, two or three months ago here in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, basically for whatever reason, um, they assumed that she picked up something in the store and walked out without stopping at a register. So basically they were saying like she shoplifted, she didn't pay for the shit or whatever. So um, there's a body cam video. The cop comes up to the car and he's like asking her repeatedly, let me see your receipt, whatever. She's like, I ain't stealing nothing. I go in the store with you. We can look at the cameras or whatever. The cop's saying he don't have access to the cameras, whatever. At some point, she tosses some shit over in the passenger seat. And I guess like a receipt is the invisible. So the cop was like, is that your receipt? from today she's like I ain't telling you shit blah 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 you know she just keeps selling out she got kids in the backseat or whatever then you know the cop escalates the shit I'm gonna take you to jail blah 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 Um, at one point he tells her he's gonna tase her she holds up her hand like well whatever tase me and he proceeds to tase her Um, she goes to jail she spends the night in jail or whatever and you know of course um the story was in the news because she's talking about filing a lawsuit. So everybody like, oh, she about to get paid, blah, blah, blah. And that could be true. And so I said all that to say, sometimes you just kind of have to decide what the best decision is. I'm all for talking shit and establishing some ground rules with the cops. Like, fuck that, I wasn't stealing nothing, whatever. But now you gotta think about, you got the kids in the car, like a fucking bystander comes up, like, can y'all let me get her phone number so I can call her family to come get the kids or whatever, you know what I'm saying? She just made a big mountain out of a molehill. 
And while she may be about to get paid, is that shit really worth all the trouble she went? I mean, I guess if you got a million dollars to get tased and spend a night in jail, I guess it's worth it. But, you know, we have to just always be mindful of the fact that the system is not created for us. It does not always work for us. So in this case, because she did have a receipt and she really wasn't stealing, it's probably going to work this time, but it's no guarantee. You know, they might say, well, ma'am, you weren't compliant. He asked you several times or whatever. You left him no choice. You were pulling away from him, whatever. So just keep that shit in mind at all times and try to de-escalate the situation on your own because if you challenge the cops we know a lot of them have inferiority complexes and shit and they're going they're going to want to have the last word they're going to want to show force to show you who's about especially if you're black so just keep that shit in mind with all due respect Uh, with all due respect um, I, I don't really know what to talk about so I've been I have a lot of stuff on my mind honestly but um, I'll just do an easy one 407 day 407 day is a day for folks in Orlando to celebrate being a part of Orlando and being a part of the city um, that is happening tomorrow but the podcast ain't gonna be out tomorrow so I don't even know if this matters um, before seven days tomorrow, man. If you if you in Orlando, if you from Orlando, if you in surrounding areas, um, come on out um, and support four oh seven day. It's at uh, shit. Where is that motherfucker? One second. <laughs> <laughs> One second. Let me pull it up. Come on, oh, wow. Yeah, here it is. It's at Lockhart. It's in by Lockhart Middle School at that at that field by Lockhart Middle School, y'all. Um, check it out tomorrow evening, four oh seven day. With all due respect. Oh, it's on me. Uh, with all due respect, um, it is Autism Awareness Month. Um, I know I'm kind of like the uh, maybe the most PC person on the podcast, but uh, I did learn something recently um, about autism and just in general how people uh, learn differently than we do. So I heard uh, I learned about being neurotypical. So, I mean, basically, that's just meaning that you kind of learn uh, with like societal norms. So that's, you know, verbal and nonverbal, like uh, your uh, communication skills are what's typical uh, everybody else. Um, people with autism, uh, some communication skills are verbal, um, some are nonverbal, some are both. Sometimes somebody who is a uh, autistic uh, can can verbalize sometimes and sometimes they'll they just won't um, and with ignorance breeds uh, like fear so until I was around like um, somebody with autism I really didn't know how to act around them so I was always scared there'd be some sort of meltdown or start throwing things just like a whole bunch of ignorant stuff when that's not the case. Um, you know, some some 
people who are who are autistic uh, can go through like sensory overload and that's just like maybe loud sounds uh, you know like fluorescent lights just just different things might could send them off but it's nothing to be like scared of it's just you know a reaction to just different things so this month I mean if you don't um, and being neurotypical just doesn't limit itself to autism and it has to deal with uh, other different ways of processing information so um, shout out to all those people who have um, I guess neuro non-typical people in their life so that's if you have a friend who might have autism or um, a friend who's a parent of a child who uh, learns differently um, maybe this month maybe shout not shout them out but like you know ask them how they are because uh, I've seen a parent deal with autism an autistic child and you know it's you know it's it's an everyday i won't call it struggle but it's something that they have to deal with every day so check on them i mean this is the month to do it uh if you don't know about it like learn about it life is all about uh progression and being a better person tomorrow than you were today so um Y'all be aware of uh, autism. And I know uh, Cabrioso, which is our favorite uh, spice company, uh, I know they're donating some proceeds um, this month if you purchase uh, some some of their spices and whatnot, sauces, to autism awareness. So uh, just keep that on y'all radar this month with all due respect. 